Welcome to JK Games, the gaming podcast where we bring you the gaming news we care about. And maybe some that we don't. And whether you play on easy mode or you like a good challenge, this is a show where we try to level up your gaming knowledge. That was a good one. It's good. Thank you. And we are joined by our special guest, our uh, resident guest host, Josh. Say hello, hello Josh. Hello, I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> I'm back, baby. Times three. He's back. I'm trying hey, to beat out actually... all your other guests for most <laughs> appearance. We're not actually talking about Nintendo today, which is which is very surprising for for you being on the show. I'll figure a way um, to tie it back in. <laughs> yeah, well, I can't wait. Well, I am one of your hosts, Kayla, if you are new here. And I'm your other host, Jerrica, and this is a show where we talk about video games, TV shows, nerdy things, maybe occasionally books, because Kayla's the, the smart bookworm over here. Hey, Josh, she likes is, to read. Josh is reading books, too, or listening to books right oh, now. Oh, excuse me. Josh, yeah. we have two. I just two found out there's something called books, here. so I was like, hey, I need to check that out. <laughs> yeah. Kayla's been talking about them all yeah, week. Yeah, I was like, what like, is man, that? Man, books are great. Hot off the press, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Literally. Yeah, literally. Right. <laughs> hey. Oh, my God. Wow. Okay, well, we, we like to talk a bunch with the three of us together, so I'm going to s- jump right into our loadout, okay? <laughs> do, do, do. Okay, yep. Uh, let's go. Okay, so if you are new here, what's up? Hello. Go ahead and follow us over on Instagram and Twitter. We're not live this episode, but we have been going live on Twitch every now and then, and that's where we'll post, like, when we're going live, what time and everything. Um, and that is at JK Games Podcast on both of those. On Twitch, it's at just at JK Games Cast. And of course, you can always email us if you have any questions, comments, concerns at jkgamespodcast at gmail.com. We love getting emails. Uh, we love kicking it old school. Um, and of course, don't forget to leave us a review on whatever platform you are listening on. We would love to read it on the podcast. We still don't have one to read that is new, so that's very upsetting. Josh, have you left us a review on... Apple Podcast. Um, probably not because I don't use the Apple Podcast <laughs> app, but I should. Oh, you don't? Just to boost your, uh, you know, engagement. Yeah. What do you That's, use? You know, I just use some other third-party app. Okay. Well, we... maybe we should. Um, we could probably we probably have comments on these other platforms. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. Would we, we really need to look into that because I don't it, know what would be hilarious if is if we're like super famous on like Spotify and we have no idea. That's a good point. <laughs> Like, <laughs> yeah, because I mean, Spotify, the like, way I, it, I, go ahead. I occasionally dabble and like pay a few months for Spotify sometimes just because they have a lot of great playlists and stuff. So I think I mean, can, Spotify is a great platform. I think you can listen to podcasts for free on Spotify if you don't have a subscription. I think I've listened to one before on oh. Spotify. Like I, I, well, somebody's podcast that I listened to was like uh, only on Spotify, I think. And I listened to one. Um, it's not, I don't know. I'm, I'm team like Apple podcast and not Spotify, but that's just my opinion, you know? Um, but no, we'll look into that to see if we have reviews on any other platforms. That would be cool. Um, all right. Well, I'm going to just go ahead and have us jump right into easy mode. Um, if you're new here, we set up our episodes in just like a video game. We've got easy, we've got normal, we've got expert today. I didn't even mention what we're talking about today. What the heck? Jericho, what are we talking about today? Man, we're going to talk about VR headsets because uh, I recently got a new headset, um, thanks to Josh, and I guess that's that's why he's here, because yeah. yeah. without Josh, I wouldn't have ventured into the world of VR. Yeah. I think it was actually, uh, thanks to Josh, uh, 
um, I got to try one for the first time. Yeah, a couple like years ago, I think. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. That's your introduction. That's um, what I was going to I was an early adopter. So, uh, you yeah. Know. Both of you guys were. Yeah. So it's pretty cool That's really um, exciting. to experience. Uh, yeah. I can't wait to nerd out about it. Yes. Um, okay. This episode. Well, yes, that's really exciting. So we're going to dabble into a little bit of the history, but our personal histories with VR as well. I don't own a headset or any kind of like console for that. Not yet. Not yet, but I would like to, but I do have experience with them. Like I've, I've used them often. I just don't own one. Um, but let's, before we even get into that, I would like to know what you guys have been playing lately. Whoever wants to start. Josh, you're our guest. You can go first if you want. What you've been well, playing? Well, um... You know, usually I don't. I can't remember what I said last time. I think last time I just said Final Fantasy XIV, um, yeah, like so. the last two times, maybe. <laughs> uh, which I am still trying to catch up because you know they, they actually just ha- announced the date a couple of days ago for the new, the newest expansion it was going to be in November twenty something. Um, so I'm trying to get caught up to that. I'm almost there. Um, but I actually have been playing some other kind of non-normal things like uh, re re-downloaded a. <laughs> Warzone, uh, you ah, know that's what all the bros oh. play. But uh, <laughs> okay, I got to tell you one thing, and I like the game. Actually, the game is really fun. You get in there, it's fun. But you get out of the game, and you know there's like all these menus, and and you know they want you to buy skins and and all this stuff, <laughs> which is fine. It's a free game. That's how they make money. But it is like literally like very much a casino or a slot machine. The the graphics, how they make it look, the the lights, the sounds. Uh, you know, I can tell very, people like, people are spending a lot of money in there, you know. Yeah. But yeah, I've been playing uh, some <laughs> Call of Duty Warzone, which is funny. Uh, it's <laughs> pretty fun. Um, and what's interesting too, though, you know, I've been playing on PC, got a new graphics card, and and I have a high refresh rate monitor. So I've been that's probably why I kind of got into it because I I wanted to try some of these like heavier games recently. Yeah. And. Um, but kind of the funny thing is though is uh, and we were just talking about this pre-show is kind of cross-play stuff right um mm-hmm. and um warzone already has it so yeah. you know if i go and play it i can see everyone almost everyone's on playstation and then there's like a couple xbox people and then there'll be like <laughs> me and like one other pc person or something but you're playing but with what, controller aren't you yeah well i'm using a keyboard and mouse because i like playing shooters like that but here's the oh, interesting okay. thing and I tried switching the controller a little because the game is kind of tuned for controller or like has preference to people using controller. Cause when you use a controller, um, there's a little bit of aim assist or like auto aim. Mm. Um, and almost really like every game has that to an extent, like a little bit, but it's really noticeable. Like the mouse doesn't really have it as much. And then when you have mm. a controller, it's like when you get near someone's body and you target near them, it really like kind of locks on them a lot. Mm. So, um it's kind of a strange thing yeah where i'm like on a pc but it's like uh, you they they kind of force you to use a controller almost because you have a little bit of an advantage um so that's weird um also jericho should be happy now i've been playing a little mass effect legendary edition Um, yeah really liking that you know the first one the gameplay has always been a little bit weird but i think the rest of it holds up so much and the remaster is so nice that um it really I mean, it feels pretty modern, even though it's pretty old by this point. So um, I, I I know I need to make it to Mass Effect 2 already, though. That's definitely one of my favorites. And you've uh, played all of them, is that right? Oh, already? yeah, as they came okay. out. So 
um, yeah, big I fan. Was, uh, see, I was smart and waited until they were all out. You just play them all, all in a row. Multiple times. Mass Effect 3 is <laughs> what gave my uh, 360 Red Ring of Death, actually. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, I think I remember you telling me that story because I don't even think you got to start it. That's, did well, you? so I had I had one of the original Xboxes, you know, that had all those problems, but mine was fine. Everyone else's breaking mine's always been fine. And Mass Effect 3 came out. It's kind of late in the console life cycle, but very <laughs> highly anticipated, of course. So I start the mission. I, I won't try to spoil it because a lot of people are playing Mass Effect for the first time. But, you know, you start on a big, like, kind of like a cool battle thing. And uh, really the end of that sequence, so I only played like an hour. It it happened. It just froze. And I was frantically, like, calling people to see, like, who would let me borrow theirs. Like, or you but I was trying to think who's, method. like, not playing. And <laughs> I don't know. I, I found someone so that I could borrow their system. So. <laughs> That's a funny story. I think yeah. Call of Duty gave me Red Ring of Death. I think that. Oh, was, see. I had it. I had it twice. Yeah, that's right. You I, play called some Call of Duty games. Yeah. I usually no, don't. I've, so it's been. That's the other weird thing about playing Warzone is like, there's a lot of uh, you know, it's these different weapons or different things from other Call of Duties, and you know, I don't really know all that. Mm-hmm. Did you play? This is kind of random, but did you play Titanfall, Josh? Uh, no, but it's been on my kind of need to playlist because, uh, especially Titanfall Two, I heard it's really good. Oh so my gosh, it's gotta so good. add that to the list. It reminded me when you said that because Warzone is a battle royale and yeah. uh, Apex is also mm-hmm. a battle royale. And you, everyone here knows I'm a big fan of Apex, um, and Apex brings in weapons from Titanfall and like now actual lore from Titanfall. Um, but a lot of the weapons are similar, so that's yeah, that that's pretty me cool. That. I, I do like um, when they do that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Warzone, yeah, I I I kind of have a little bit of I don't really like Warzone actually. Um, it's fine. It's not my preferred battle royale, just because the maps are so large, and like the I don't know. I find it more difficult. I don't know. I like why. the like, map size. Um, what I really like, you know, I first started getting into these kind of games like with uh, PUBG, right? Like yeah. a couple of years ago, which is kind of the one of the first kind of versions that everyone's sort of copying. Like even yeah. Fortnite came after that. And then, you know, the, there's tons of stuff. Yeah, Apex and uh, Warzone. Um, I, Warzone is a little bit more similar to PUBG than obviously than like Fortnite, but or even Apex. I think it's a little more similar to PUBG. But I, mm-hmm. the pacing's a little too fast in my opinion i know a lot of people like that kind of frantic pacing but you don't really have much time to like sneak around or or just kind of be tactical with it i guess is less tactical that's the word you mm-hmm. kind of like you're dropping in there there's just tons of chaos around and you're just kind of having to keep moving all the time and that's probably yeah designed like that to be like more exciting but i do kind of like the slower pace of PUBG, where uh you know a round can last like twice as long because you're kind of taking it like slower and more tactically. Yeah. Um, I probably need to give another try. I didn't play it that much Warzone, so maybe I need to give it another shot. I feel I like I had to not play it. I had to remove it because it took up so much space. It does. Yes. It takes up a ton. My internet's slow, <laughs> and that's one of my biggest problems I've been running into, which is they'll update it and then it, they'll have to like set it overnight because my internet is so slow. Yes. So, <laughs> so is that all you've been playing lately? Uh, Besides your VR. Yeah. That's the other thing, but we can just save that for later. But yeah, basically yeah. Uh, for flat games, as we call them, um, Warzone, <laughs> uh, uh, Mass Effect, and a little bit of Final Fantasy. Okay, cool. Jericho, do you want to go next? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, I've been playing more Mass Effect. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, taking, yeah. It doesn't. It didn't take me too long to beat the first one. And to Josh's point, like I've talked about this on the show last week, but you could definitely still tell it's an older game, and like they brought some things, like for from a visual standpoint, to the mechanics of the first game, but it still plays very just like Mass Effect, the first game. Uh, but that's not what's always drawn me to that is the story of the first one that's really good and just like the character development and what all you can do like I sort of forgot like how much you can just explore the citadel in the first game yeah and like how yeah and there's so many little quests and side quests that I just totally missed the last few times I've played because I just didn't take the time to really explore um and I also I don't know Josh you since you've been playing the the graph like it looks really good like they upscaled and you know made everything look all shiny and new but some textures look so shiny and new to the point where they're very similar and i get lost mm. very easily like i was getting turned around in this one area like this one planet you go to in the you, you sort of you may may not uh actually be there yet but i was like i can't really see the hallway interesting because every wall is gray <laughs> I'll have to was, notice that now. I had to lean on the map so much in one of these. I remember it being sort of a, a maze the first time I played it. You'll, I'll, I don't want to spoil yeah, it any, yeah. on any because Kayla's never played yeah, it. My ears. Um, but this one <laughs> planet you go to um, is just really easy to get lost. I so think I know what you're talking I, about. I, noticed, I was wondering if you've if you've noticed that. I haven't noticed um, that myself yet, but I have no like. We'll see. Uh, Usually on PC, I don't play a lot with HDR because Windows handles HDR weird. But for some reason, it's been working well for me with this. So it's it's been really looking good. But I wonder if that's going to make it worse. We'll see. See, I don't know. So I've been adjusting. I'm glad you brought that up, too, because um, some of the games, including Destiny lately, I don't know why my eyes are just like, ugh, I can't do the HDR. I'm just going to turn yeah. it off. It's kind of weird. Like I don't know. Is that on PlayStation? Yeah. Maybe it's a similar like problem. high def. It's like too caught like this too black like i can't oh. it's the places like i have to adjust it to where like this is could be a whole other topic <laughs> and yeah. i'm just went from you know mass footage hdr settings but like i know it's like make this shade or you want to see the shape barely right i don't know if they want me to take that very seriously <laughs> i know what you're saying where it shows just, you the icons like, you know when the, the when you play anything new is like adjust your brightness and it's like do I because I could feel like I could sort of still see this but like what do they mean barely see because I can barely see this but like what I don't a couple of these I can barely see so that's a whole other thing anyways I've been adjusting HDR a lot um, and turning it off I have a quick more thing. than leaving it on lately huh did you guys get the notification that we're gonna get kicked out of Zoom or do y'all no. have the oh it's oh, no. yes remaining meeting time. <laughs> what does uh -oh. this mean? I think we have a time limit unless you upgrade to to pro. Ah, uh, poop. Uh, we can try the to podcast figure out Skype, first, or we can upgrade and then uh, request a refund. <laughs> How much is it? Fourteen dollars a month, but then I'll you could cancel it, or we could try to get it refunded. Whatever you guys want to do, I'll split it with you, Kayla. Hmm? Is it not telling y'all? Is it not telling y'all that? I see at the no, top of the screen it says it just says remaining I see time. It, but it won't let me buy it. I would literally do it if I could. Hold on. Um, so funny. When they do that, I don't know. That sucks. 
It does suck. Like, Zoom meetings. Why? Okay, no, Is it because right. we have more than one per, like more than two people? It's Wonder- just the pandemic. They're trying to cash in. It has <laughs> to be because me and Jerica have used Zoom before for a long time. Like when we do yeah. streams. Sorry. Um, podcast is important. Let's go. Let me see if I can. Let me see if I can figure it out. We can keep talking. We we got how many minutes? <laughs> yeah, I'll keep talking and then I'll keep in check on when I need to like cut it. Okay. Anyways, um, I'll just quit talking about HDR now and the the doom that's about to come upon us in Zoom. So Mass Effect's great. I'm back on. So like where I was going with that, Mass Effect One didn't take me long to get through. I'm playing Mass Effect Two, and even Audrey's on the second one as well, and she's ahead of me. Oh, oh. and she's still not like to some of the last missions. So Mass Effect Two has so much content. Yeah. And since they've trick or uh, I guess dripped in the uh, DLCs, like as just part of the story in the right parts, you have so much game when you get to. That's Mass interesting Effect too. I uh, I think I told you this. I actually, I you know, I played them all as they came out, but I'd never really touched a lot of the DLCs. And I know some of them are really held in high regard. So I'm actually excited because it'll be like I get to experience some of that for the first time. So it makes it a little newer. Yeah. But you're right that like. Because all the side characters have kind of individual arcs, but you can kind of skip that or you know do it optionally. But a lot of times, that's some of the better content in the game. So um, it's so good, really good. Yeah, there was a side quest that I never did for one of the characters, and I was just like, "Hmm, this is cool. I'm yeah. glad I did it this time. I know what happens if I don't, but you know what I mean." Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Ah, what else are you but playing? So you much- play anything else, Jerica? Just Mass Effect. Um, I hopped on Destiny for a little bit, but that's just what's new. Oh, yeah, because um, they added... Do we want to talk about that? They added crossplay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Instead of... we, Yeah, I'll, I'll chat. I'll mention that now because I was actually just about to do that. Um, I didn't realize... I'm glad we mentioned it earlier because I was... I totally... I felt like it was the weekend. Like, this coming weekend was the time frame. No, it's only... Not during um, the week. If you're listening, it's only like the 25th through the 27th. So if you're listening now, this would be Friday. You're too late. Too late. Missed it. Sad. Um, it's just a beta, though. So it looks like they're testing on. Uh, like, accidentally, it was turned on, like, a few weeks yeah. ago. Um, but this is a beta. So they're testing crossplay. So, like, if you got friends on PC or Xbox, uh, eventually, it looks like we'll all finally get to play Destiny together the way it's meant to be. Um, but on the, the flip side, I was a little nervous because, like, I love playing Crucible. And I don't want to play Crucible with other PC players. Why? <laughs> so I wonder, because they do have an advantage. Well, maybe okay? not. We'll have to see if they do it like uh, Warzone, where the That's controller users wondering. have like more aim assist. So we'll have to see. I don't know. I'm sure after this beta, I mean, people will be like checking that. Yeah, because I'm, I'm curious. Well, the beta actually only includes um, a Vanguard strike. Yeah. So that's all you can do um, to test out crossplay. And it also looks like you just can't hop into the strike and leave, and you still because you get an emblem. That's why oh, I'm, just, yeah. I'm just doing this for the emblem. Um, if you, I guess, I guess you have to complete in the. Uh, there's actually a crossplay playlist for Vanguard strikes. Oh wow! So, mm-hmm. I know that pro- that sounds like I just probably talked a lot of gibberish. <laughs> if no, you don't no, play no. Destiny. <laughs> Well, I don't really, uh, but I've, I've been thinking about picking it back up. I don't know, but I've, I pretty much say that every time. I don't know if it's the game for me. It just might not be my thing, you know? It's, it can't, you can't do like Apex and Destiny, I feel like. <laughs> you gotta pick one or the other. Those live That's action fair. games, you know, you gotta. Those live action games are just Play like, them a lot. 
God, they take up a lot of time. Well, I think I, they're ne- it's never ending. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a good point because it's kind of like the game that you play between things or like that you go back to just to like continue to play. And I don't feel like I could have more than one of those. So that kind of makes sense. Um, is that all, Jerrica, that you have? That's that's all I've been I'm trying playing. To... Oh, oh, actually, I downloaded something last night. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Are we good on time? No, I'm trying to or save it... us from impending doom, but I think I Two got minutes. it. Hold on. I think I did it. Hold on. You can keep talking. I'm, I'm good right now. Well, I have this game that I downloaded from my phone. It's called... Because it's apparently about to be removed from the App Store due to some, like, contractual things. Wow. But it's called Hat, Hatful BF. Oh, yeah. It's like a, it's like a pigeon, the pigeon dating, dating sim. Yeah. Yes. What? Yeah. Oh, this is a it's very popular game. Um, I didn't know. Uh, it's on a lot of things, actually. Yeah, that's what the title screen. Well, oh I can't see. Oh my gosh! It now it's washed out. I can't see. Anyway, I just imagine pigeons in clothes. <laughs> it's just like almost photo realistic. Like these are actually pictures of pigeons in a dating sim. They're not even like illustrated. Yeah. They all look like it. Just looks very cheesy, um, but apparently held in high regard. Oh yeah. And has a twist somewhere in there, like. Uh, if you're why you're dating these pigeons so i upgrade i upgraded but it's not it's i wonder if we have to make a new call i can rejoin it okay we'll just rejoin it do you want to continue to record and so you and just chop this part out yeah okay all right i will end and start a new one all right okay I think I'm good. Can you guys hear me? I can't hear you, Josh. Oh, whoops. I was oh, there needed. you go. Okay. Woo. Okay. Where's Jerrica? Jerrica, no! <laughs> I guess we'll see if this is the pro version. I think it is. I think so. I think it's fine since I'm the one hosting it. Yeah. I think yeah. that it, it should be fine. Um. Okay, there she is. Great. That's not much she has to chop out. Nah. Welcome back, Jerrica. Uh-huh. Hey, okay, I we're good. S- I sent you some money. <laughs> oh, wow, you didn't have fast. to do that. Well, I Aww. did it. Well, we split it. Thanks. We get a whole month of Zoom for free. Yeah. <laughs> well, not for free. Um, for half off. The, the low price of fourteen ninety nine. Um, 
Anyway, okay, what were we talking about now that we are not? A pigeon simulator, Kayla. That gave we're me so much pigeon. anxiety seeing the number count down. <laughs> I well, was like, I know <laughs> we're not going to have Kayla, you know, defuse the bomb. No. We ever have that? You ever play that you game? You did it. <laughs> what game? The pigeon uh, game? No. Who, the... Who's <laughs> nobody talks and everyone explodes? What's it called? You know that game? Is this like a, a real person game or a video game? It's a video game. I didn't know if this is what you I can never get the name right. It's or... like, uh, oh man, what is it called? Wanna, if it involves being this. quiet or you blow up, I will lose every time. It's a time. fun party game. Keep talking <laughs> and nobody explodes. There you go. Oh, you oh keep talking. Oh my god, talking. that'd be so much okay. fun. Oh, that'd be awesome. You have to try it out. It's uh, like a, it's a, one person is like on the screen, like playing the game. The rest of the people actually have like a, like a PDF or like an instruction book. And so the person yeah. like with the bomb has to describe what they see. Like, oh, I see a bunch of wires. And so the oh. people have to like flip to like the wires part and be like, cut the blue one. Or, but it, it, the, it, like it, the instructions like little puzzles. It'd be like, you know, if blue is touching green, then cut the red one. Or if red is going over, you know, whatever. Oh, that sounds terrifying oh. and very anxiety-ridden. <laughs> I can't. I can't. It's fun. Um, we should have a few glasses of wine yeah. and yeah. that one night, Kayla. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, Jerrica, you were talking about the pigeon game. Is that all you had to say? Yeah, Pigeon Simulator, Kayla. I like simulator games. You guys know this. You ever I thought about s- dating a pigeon? Because I think you're a human girl dating I th- pigeons. I, I think, think that's, that's what's happening in this game. Well, there's a whole plot twist to it. You know, it's like a there's a plot this is a twist. well-known indie game. It came out and kind of rose in popularity. Everyone was talking about it on Twitter. Hmm. So it was a while ago. Well, you better download it now. Um, I spent four ninety nine on it because it's about to go away, and I was like, I can't. I gotta get this game Aww. before it goes away. Well, that sounds cute. Do you, is the art style cute? Like, how does it look? It's unique. Okay, it's nice. <laughs> it's just like I just. I'm like I'm talking to this pigeon. Okay, trying to get this. Trying to ruffle its feathers. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. In a way that's not making it mad. On a totally it sexy. <laughs> okay, I'm done now. Do you get like romance what have you options? Been... Like, do you get to like? I haven't got that far. I okay. just only talked to one. Pigeon. You'll have to update us for sure. Okay, I'll update y'all. Uh, um, <laughs> what you been playing, of, Kayla? Uh, I have been playing. I actually finished Resident Evil Seven. I'm really happy. Yay. I finally, finally finished. Woo-hoo. It took me forever. You guys know. It takes me a long time to finish games. Um, but it ended up being about I sp- I spent about ten and a half hours on it. So I mean, it, yeah, it's it pretty took me a pretty good amount of time, yeah. Um, and so I finished that, and so I I'm gonna give like my mini review. I talked a lot about it last week, like what what I liked about it and everything. Um, I will say I expected a little bit more from the ending. I don't know it. It's. I mean, there might be some... You guys have all played it, right? You both have played it. Played it, but I did not beat it. Because I'm like you, I don't beat a lot of games. Okay. So I won't (laughs) spoil anything, but like it... I don't know. It left me feeling a little... Like a little bit wanting more as far as the ending, like story-wise. I don't know. But there's also two different endings, just in case you're wondering. I didn't look up what the other one was. So maybe the other ending was better. Maybe. I don't know. Um, But I enjoyed overall. Like it was very scary, but like not... What I really enjoyed about it, it wasn't scary just for the sake of being scary. Like, there's some, like, jump scares and some, like, just gross things. But, like, the overall overall story was really good. Like, I was very invested. Um, I do... Marguerite. 
Yeah. Oh my god. The spider when she's at the spy oh my god. Oh my Again, god. Again, light light spoilers. If you want to know nothing about this game, it's been out for a while, so you should Yeah, it's, it's been out but for a while. She when she turns into the spider, the whole bug, like I really like how it was all set up. I like how you dive into the family and like their dynamics, how you go through each person, like like the Marguerite. I forget the the dad's name. I Hold forget. on. Uh Oh, I gotta look it up. But you go through, like, each person is, like, a boss, and, like, you go through, like, a certain section of the game with them. Um, I like how it's laid out. I think it's laid out really well. I really enjoyed the weapon play. I actually really liked um, having to, like, scavenge for bullets and, like, craft certain things and, like, extract certain elements from, like, the chem fluid to make something else. Um, I thought that was really great. I liked that whole system, how that was working. Yeah, you'd probably like a lot of Resident Evil games then, because that's kind of, like... uh, one of the characteristics of it. So yeah, um, this was my and first I had one. More, yeah. Like even I know I, I'm so glad you played seven because there, you said it left you wanting more. Well, luckily, Resident Evil Village is out and still probably leaves you wanting more. Okay, yeah. <laughs> just well, yeah, throwing you, that out there. Had you finished it last week or had, I can't yeah, remember? Yeah, it last I week. can't remember if you talked about it last week. Um, and so, I felt like yeah, it was even shorter than seven. You said how long did it take? Ten and, you and a half beat? hours. Okay. Yeah. But I also, like, it, some things took me longer than they should have taken me. So, uh, so I'm, I I got frustrated at some points, and I even played it on easy. Like, I played, I wanted to, like, kind of cruise. Um, but I, I, overall, like, aesthetically, it looked, it looked really great. It, for, it came out, I think it was, like, 2017 mm-hmm. or something like that. I think, I think it held up really well. It looks really good. Played well on my PS5. Um I don't think they'd done any kind of like touch-ups or anything to the game, had they? I don't no, think I don't so. think so. No. Um, I mean, that game, yeah, it, it looked, looked great, great when it came and out. And I really liked like the attention to detail that they put into all of the different. The maps are huge. I really enjoyed that. Um, and you, I love any kind of horror elements in a game. So I liked that they. It wasn't just like scary completely for shock value. Like there was actual like thought and put it. It was very psychological. Like there was points where I was like, "Is this really happening or is this not happening?" Um, which I always like anything that has like psychological elements. Some of it was wacky, like you mentioned, like, like it, some of it was like a little, like what is actually happening? But, <laughs> but I like that. Like I, it wasn't anything that I was like, Re- resident evil charm. Yeah. Yes. One of the things that that's cool about it is like, it's almost like this Japanese take on like mm-hmm. cool guy American stuff. So mm. it has <laughs> that like stuff. it does definitely have like a hokey uh, characteristic to it a little bit. All of mm-hmm. it does, but that's kind of yeah, like what you said, Resident Evil yeah. charm. That's what people um, like about it. Which is funny because it's my it's my first one, and I can definitely tell like like that that's their shtick, you know. Um, but I really liked it. Like I, I really enjoyed it. I want to, um, I think I want to go directly into eight, but I also want to play yes. Mass Effect though. Uh, so I don't yeah. know. Maybe. What should I maybe do? Go to Mass Effect and then go back to eight. Then it's like, you know, you get some space between. Jericho really wants me to play no, eight No though. pun intended, Josh. <laughs> space. <laughs> space joke. I don't know. We'll see. I haven't um, decided yet. I can tell you this. I know it's like a lot of games to buy, but if you buy them both, it's a great thing to go back and forth. Because I, I did that. And then, like, honestly, I'm so excited for you to start 8 because I love 7, mm-hmm. but I really loved 8. Okay. Did you enjoy like, 8 I, more? I liked it. I liked it more. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, 
and it's it's so i it did you know a lot of people say said the eight story fell sort of flat compared to like seven and other resident evil games but i thought it was really mm-hmm. interesting and it was cool i also um, like i love ethan winters yeah i liked in seven how you um and again this is not like huge but you play as ethan but you also play as mia and you like have the different perspectives and like they yeah. they play directly into each other, and I really liked that. And the creepy little girl was just. Um, She's always a creepy little girl. Uh, there was that plot twist at the end, though. I don't want to ruin it for Josh. What a twist! But, uh, There's another twist coming up. There's a always a twist. Always. It was a good plot twist. Um, I think they did it really well. Like the way they did the plot twist was like it actually really surprised me. I try to like, and I read a lot of books, so I I try to I, I read a lot of thriller and like horror. You're books. You're looking out for it. You're like so, you can see the setup, right? Yeah. Usually. You, usually I can, but this one this one caught me. I didn't I didn't Ooh. predict this one. Um. But yeah, that's that's my little mini review of uh, Resident Evil Seven. Um, it I don't think it's no, it is still free on PlayStation Now, so that's how I played it. Um, but not undecided on how I'm gonna go for. I might do Mass Effect and Resident Evil because I know Mass Effect is something I'm gonna have to chip away at like over time. It's yeah, well, um, three games, so yeah. so I might just do Resident Evil since it's a like air quote like shorter shorter game. Then obviously Mass Effect is shorter. Um, and then lastly, I just want to finish with this. This is the last of them playing. I picked up my Switch again. I started playing my Switch. Nice. Um, yeah. This is how we can tie in Nintendo, Josh. Um, <laughs> there you go. I started playing this game called Cozy Grove. And Jerrica, I talked to Josh a little bit about it, but Jerrica, I haven't really yeah. gotten to talk to you about it. Have you ever heard of Cozy Grove, Jerrica? It sounds sort of familiar. Is it new? Did it recently um, come out? I don't it's probably new on so. Switch, but it is on Apple Arcade. It is on Apple Arcade. Okay. Um, I bought it on Switch for like really cheap, like $10, I think. Um, let me see when it came out, what year it came out. Um, I think it's an indie game. Yeah, right, I believe so. Yeah. Uh, the developer is Spry, Fro- Spry Fox, um, and it's published by Spry Fox and the Quantum Astrophysicist Guild. Very specific. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, is it got is it got ghosts in it? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I've heard yes. of this game. It looked really cute. It's like it ghost so animal cute. crossing sort of. Yeah. Yes, it is so I love the art style. It is so cool. I'll show you a picture, Jerica. Hold on. Um it's like kinda I don't know how you explain this art style, but it's like drawn, kinda like watercolor. Like it's kinda it watercolor is. looking. Yeah. Um, but essentially, um, here's the, I like the descriptions pretty good. So welcome to Cozy Grove, a life sim game about camping on a haunted, ever-changing island. (laughs) As a spirit scout, you'll wander the island's forest each day, finding new hidden secrets and helping soothe the local ghost. With little time and lots of crafting, you'll bring, uh, color and joy back to Cozy Grove. It's so fun. And so, like, you... The um the audio is great. The soundtrack is fantastic. It's very like whimsical and like acoustic. Um, it's very like chill. I have to play it for you sometime, Josh. Um, yeah, I'll have to check it out. Um, the soundtrack's really good, and the sound effects are really good. The voices are nice. It's like Animal Crossing, where like they're not actually talking, but like they're they're making that like type of yes. Um, it's similar to that, and it's just I highly recommend it, especially like if you have Apple Arcade, you can go ahead and download it. Derek, you should just download it. Um, I'll download it. Uh, ten out of ten would recommend. I've only played it for a couple days, and the days are real time, so 
you run out of things to do in the day, which is kind of nice. It makes you like space it out. Um, but you can still like craft things. It's like you can craft, you can like scavenge and things like that, but you also have like missions to complete. Um, so I really am enjoying it so far. I'll go give more as I play more. Uh, yeah that's, that's you, you sold me like ghosts and animal crossing yeah. and i love it's the different. like real like yeah and you know i love even going back to animal crossing when i was playing it a lot like you don't the first few days we played all day but like once you get into your routine you play for a yeah. little bit but like you're you don't it's not a game meant to yeah to you're like okay i did yes. some things and then i'll just check back and yeah. tomorrow a couple days yeah. You can easily play that and play something else. But this yeah. has inspired me to pick up my Switch again, because I go through phases where I won't play my Switch for a while, but now I'm back in the habit. So I started playing Stardew again. I love Stardew Valley. Nice. Um, yeah, always a good so one. good. Yeah. So I, I picked up my Switch and started playing. That's the kind of game I like to play on my Switch. So that wraps up what I've been playing. We can go ahead and start on the... we got a couple of news things to cover today. Um, we'll try to c- touch on them pretty quickly since we're... We're running late on time, <laughs> um, but uh, all right. I guess I'll start us off with our news. Yeah, um, do it. We got some Overwatch Two stuff. Uh, I didn't watch the whole stream. Uh, they Blizzard actually hosted. I think it was actually like a bunch of like um, like people playing the game, right? That hosted the stream, like influencers, air quote. I think so. I can't remember. Um, this I'm just reading an article. I watched some of the gameplay, and it looks really dope. Um, but this is from The Verge. Uh, Blizzard shows off Overwatch 2's new 5 versus 5 multiplayer in a trio of maps. Um, still no word on a release date for Overwatch 2, which is unfortunate. I really thought we were going to get something, but uh, alas, we did not. Um, so they did a two-hour Overwatch 2 stream, showed off by the best look yet at the much-anticipated sequel to the competitive team shooter. While there's still no release date, the studio did show off plenty of new information about the game. Um... Uh, what uh, among those is one of the biggest changes to Overwatch in the game's history. The sequel will be shifting the default PvP player mode from six on six matches to five on five games um, within the current role queuing system that translates to cutting out a tank character on each team, um, which will now consist of two support, two DPS, and just a single tank character. I find that interesting that they've kind of changed that because especially yeah. like with the competitive players, you know. So what they had. Uh, and that's just the default mode. I think they're going to still have other modes that have oh, like, okay, the okay, traditional okay. one. But they apparently they uh, been they were testing or they've had a similar mode like that in Overwatch One currently, and um, that's how they test these things, you know. And it seemed to be very popular, and mm-hmm. it fixes some balance issues. Obviously, changes kind of like the meta of the game where yeah. you have certain things figured out. Um, and well, obviously, I nice mean, if you just think about it from a numbers point of view if you have like odd numbers it makes it adds a little bit of like a dynamicness to it so yeah so you you've played overwatch josh yeah i used to play it a lot especially when it first came out i liked it a lot um you know it started getting a little bit stale for me um just because you know as the community settles in you know there's certain things expected that you're supposed to play a certain way or do things a certain Mm -hmm. way and a lot of times like i don't i'm not really like interested i just want to kind of play and hang out and have fun um it became i have been nervous about this just because like you know uh jeff kaplan just left who was yes. kind of in charge of overwatch and had kind of you know he just left we don't really know why exactly and and there's just some other weird things with overwatch too like um 
if you have Overwatch One, you still basically are getting like most of the update except for yeah. like some kind of single player campaigns the, the they're doing story, yeah yeah so it's kind of just like a little bit strange how they're approaching it is, is it really like overwatch 2 or is it more like just like a expansion DLC, to... kind of yeah I, I don't know it just seems a little bit odd how it's being presented so far yeah. um i i do i'm definitely going to try it um especially like them changing that mode i think that'll be just enough freshness that at least for a little while i think it'll add a lot of you know different the game, I'm sure it'll feel a lot different. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for it, but I am nervous also as well. Did you play any of that, Jerrica? I did when it first came out, and I just, there was, I don't know if it's just like the, yeah, a few players against a few players, and like, I just couldn't get into like the character, like, I couldn't find a character that I could yeah. play well as. Gotcha. I just kept getting dominated, so I was like, meh, I'm gonna go where go play yeah. something else where my powers are equal wow. i really enjoy the lore <laughs> behind overwatch like i love the character trailers they do a really good job oh yeah short. they're short that's what i do i do love all the story yeah. um elements behind the characters which is why i'm excited for the campaign the like single player yeah, me campaign too. situation <laughs> yeah, that's honestly I'd, I'd, the only thing i'm excited I'd play about it. yeah um they do a really good job with like their world building and like their character building um but yeah i i didn't watch a whole lot of the stream i watched some of the, like the like here and there and i like the new i watched some things on the new maps that look cool um but overall i'm disappointed we didn't get a release date but it's fine it's probably gonna be a while like i think maybe like mid next year potentially i don't know i don't know it's, it's hard to say like sometime. uh just because of with all the work from home stuff like because the thing is with 2020 you know we were right in the middle of the pandemic and and a lot of big games still came out even right now right uh you still seeing some big games but i think it's because there's actually like a lag because if you think about it the games that came out in 2020 were mostly had already been being worked on like Mm pre-pandemic and so they all came out in 2020 even though there were some small delays you know things still came out because mostly it just affected that last little like qa push as we saw with like cyberpunk right um but I think now, actually, it might get even worse, like 2021 and maybe even next year, where during the pandemic is when they were supposed to be like starting projects or like in the, in the middle or like, you know, in, right in the beginning of production. And mm. I think we're going to see like a strange lag. Yeah. So hard to predict. Well, speaking of things coming out, um, we also have some news about Far Cry 6. Which is exciting. What's uh, the news? I actually didn't see any. So yeah, we actually With Far have, Cry. We we don't have a oh, date. Go ahead. No, you go ahead, Jerica. Yeah, just announced today. Actually, even though it's Friday when you're listening to this, but today, Tuesday, today's Wednesday. Is it Wednesday? Yes. Yes. Uh, Far Cry Six. Their official Twitter account uh, announced that on May 28th at 9:30 p- 9:30 a.m. Pacific. You'll be able to see a Far Cry 6 uh, worldwide, worldwide reveal uh, gameplay um, okay. video. Yeah, so they showed some trailers. See... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So maybe... All we've seen is a trailer with what's-his-face yeah, the guy Breaking Bad. And uh, Mandalorian, the guy. Yeah, and that guy <laughs> from The Mandalorian, that guy. I'm really excited for this. I, it's been so dry. Did you play like, Far Cry? Heard... Yeah, I love Far okay. Cry. Okay. Um, I didn't like the last one too much. I love the I like the the story, but I really hope what they learned from the last one was I just want to be able to explore. It made me so mad because I just drive around and every like 
two seconds, I feel like I was always getting attacked mm, by something. I, I don't think I played the last so annoying. one. What was the last one? The last Far one Cry was 5. like in America. It was kind of like I <laughs> very... didn't. There was a cult. Yeah. Oh, like a... oh, yes, yes, yes. I did play this. Uh, I didn't finish Mon- it. They were I didn't in... like it. Um, the, I was it Montana. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I enjoyed Primal. Did you play Primal? I didn't do Primal. I really I want to really try that, that, even though it has kind of like low. I don't know. It's kind of got medium reviews, but I kind of I liked it. it. Interested me. Um, but what really the 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 cinematic trailer for this that they released really interested me. The Far Cry Six. Um, it seems like something I would really like. So I've played Far Cry before. I'm not like a super fan or anything. Like it's yeah. not like. I don't have to play every single game they release, but I've enjoyed what I've played. Um, except the last one, you're right. Like, I didn't love it. I didn't finish it. So, uh, but yeah, so we get a gameplay first look. Do you think they'll surprise us with a date or do you think it will still not get a date anytime soon for it? I don't know. Cause like, this is sort of one of those that I didn't expect to be shown off in this kind of setting. Mm-hmm. I was maybe expecting Ubisoft, whatever they decide to do, like their press event, live event. That might be they when do. they give us a date then. Is then They could be, but like, the, to me, that's sort of like their big game this year. Yeah. If that's going to come out this year, it'd be their they big game. They tend to be pretty regular with a lot of their games and series and franchises, so I would and think ru- probably ru- this year's well, but... Maybe like rumor holiday. is that like there's not going to be a new Assassin's Creed this year. That so, is the rumor. Um, which is fine with me because I'm there's DLC for Valhalla. It, so it felt long. like that just came out. It felt like Valhalla yeah. just came out. <laughs> well, Valhalla is your whole life if you play it because like it's <laughs> it's so there's so much game. That's the most game I've ever had. You beat I didn't it. Even didn't play you? all. There's I beat. I thought I did at one point. Then they sent me an email and say, "Hey, your your journey with Valhalla <laughs> they is sent not you over." An email. <laughs> they did. Like <laughs> I know I just, you thought like, you thought beat I, it, but I thought, yeah, it was. I was like, I was like, because I was actually just like, "Oh my god, I'm so ready to be done with this game. It's great, and I'm having fun." But I'm just like, "When's I just need the end?" Um, but they just released DLC for it, so I'm hoping they just build on Valhalla, and maybe yeah, Far Cry Six is gonna be their big open world big game for holiday that'd be awesome i hope i wanted to come out this year i think it'll do i think it'll be holiday i'm predicting um speaking of new games still (laughs) it's happening uh jerica what the heck josh have you seen this about horizon forbidden west um i mean i saw they're about to do a like a press conference thing yeah well, we're getting another state of play. That's, called, that's what it's called. Yeah. State, state of play. State of play. Uh, but that's going to be, unfortunately, when this goes live, the state of play will be the day. Before, so it's a state of place tomorrow or yesterday when you're so listening. So people already so. know what was in it. Yeah. Um, and they already know about Far Cry 6. No. Wow. N- wait. Far, yeah. No, maybe, Same day. Maybe in like an hour you'll know yeah. if you're listening to this the, like, first yeah, thing in the morning. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, so really quick, just this article is, uh, discover the Forbidden West at our next date of play. This is PlayStation blog. Um, nearly 11 months ago, we showed you the first glimpse of Horizon Forbidden West. Wow. That's been a long time during the PlayStation 5 showcase. And now we're excited to show more this Thursday, uh, May 27th, join us on a very special journey into a new and uncharted lens, uh, 9 a.m. Pacific time. It doesn't matter because it'll already be out by the time this episode goes out. Uh, but yeah, during this state of play, we will debut Horizon Forbidden West gameplay reveal, a 20 minute exclusive segment, and you'll be seeing about 14 minutes of brand new in-game action. So cool. Did you play Horizons? Yes, I did. 
Okay. I really liked it. Very um, good. Did you beat it? I can't I remember. I did not beat it, actually. You need to beat it. I know. How far did, did you I get? get to that? Uh, pretty far. I think I was okay, close. It's just it. hard. It's difficult. It's a difficult game. It is, and that's one you, you just bump can't hop back down. in either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's make true, it yeah. super easy. Yeah. I'll have to. It has a good ending. Very good. So I'll have to go back. I did not see. I well, don't, don't know the ending. You yet. should, you should play it, beat it like a, f- a few days before the next I gotta one. I got to be on brand. You, you know, like... that's my brand. <laughs> I know that game. Like, uh, uh, I don't know. Some people felt like, you know, maybe it was a little tropey, but I actually really liked it. It, it had th- that story had more, like the same kind of impact that like first time playing Mass Effect had. Like, I thought it was really good. Um, it's kind of like what you were saying. How like, you know how like you can just kind of. Uh, anticipate plot twists mm-hmm. or like you know it's kind of see the setup yeah and so with this game you know like you already know the setting like as soon as you boot it up it's like oh they live in like um this kind of like future post-apocalypse so you kind of understand like oh i kind of under- have an understanding of like where it's going to go or whatever but it actually surprises you a lot and i think the way that they put in some twists with her, her character is really cool and so mm-hmm. i love definitely her. looking forward to the yeah. sequel they, the there's some cool stuff in the so ending good. that's like kind of cliffhanger yeah. for the sequel too okay so. i need to yep. hurry up there's and a cliffhanger i can jump yeah. back in where i left off for sure and luckily for you you don't have to wait years until you can scratch that itch i am what i'm gonna look forward to most this was a little bit of a criticism the first time they showed it i mean it looked good of course but it is coming out on ps4 as well and so mm-hmm. I, I know a lot of debate was like is that holding back like its true potential as like a ps5 uh, game like you see the stuff they're doing with ratchet and clank is like that is only possible on a ps5 because of the technology of the ps5 so by having it on ps4 horizon on ps4 as well is like uh is this just kind of like slightly i mean ps4 horizon probably. already looks incredible yeah, but, it's one of the best looking games already, sure. and like I couldn't imagine how much better it would look. Like it, they haven't even upgraded Horizon yet for PS5. Like mm-hmm. it, I don't even think they had like a patch or anything. Which you know, whatever. To be honest, as long as um, that story anyway. is like of the same kind of quality and the gameplay. I mean, there's they could improve obviously some of the gameplay. Uh, you know, even if it was just like a little bit better looking, I'd be fine with it as long as they're they focusing on the right things. They knocked out of the things. park with their first new yeah. IP, yeah. like really games. They like, they knocked it out of the park for that like first new project. So I, whatever is next is going to be way better. It's going to, I'm pretty sure it's going to blow up some skirts and be game of the year. If it comes out this year, like hands down, I'm, I know it's going to be a fantastic game. Um, but the rumor is too, like they're working on not just like this is going to be multiple games, like Horizon is going to not be over for like a long a franchise, time. Franchise, yeah. I think I remember it's a franchise yeah, they, for them. They actually talked about like openly. I I think I remember correctly, right? Yeah, yeah. I remember. They said well, like I can't a, remember if a it was trilogy. I think trilogy or just like building on that world and like multiplayer experiences Ooh. were co-op was like a, a thing that some of them somebody was throwing around. Um, but I'm sure they're already thinking like, what's the next horizon game and like what that is going to be on the mm-hmm. PlayStation five. So, um, I want more horizon. Yeah. I loved it. That's well, great. Um, last, so good. last bit of news and then we'll, we'll get into the main topic, but essentially hot off the press, uh, Xbox announced or Microsoft announced that, um, they will be doing an Xbox and Bethesda game showcase. Um, that is going to be Sunday, June 13th. They didn't say anything about. I don't think they said anything about like what they're gonna show yet, did they? Starfield. 
<laughs> we don't know, but maybe. I think it'll pro- finally be shown off. We'll see. We'll see what it is. But yeah, it's so going to be interesting because this is obviously the first kind of big public thing since they bought Bethesda. Mm-hmm. So we know Bethesda usually shows at least four or five things, right? Because we have um, what's that game? The the Tokyo one. Uh, Ghostwire. Yeah, Ghostwire. Or just Tokyo Drift. Um, nope. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there might be. Who knows? Are they making a new Wolfenstein? We don't know. Um, Probably so. So surprise me. Elder Scrolls wouldn't expect much, but no. that's just the Bethesda side. Then Microsoft has bought so many studios and they've been working on so many things like Hellblade. It'd be interesting to see. Update. Yeah, a bunch of updates. So actually, this could be one of the highlights of kind of the E3 period. You know, one thing I hope that we get from this is a proper reveal, like gameplay showing of Halo Infinite. Yeah. Like, mm. what have they done Like a re- relaunch. A rebrand. How are they going to, how are they going to, you know... Paint a better I bought some uh, Halo Pringles the other day. You know the <laughs> Mo- Moa Burger uh, pr- flavored, uh, fake burger flavored Pringles. And I also saw there was some, some kind of Halo Pop Tarts. And I was thinking, like, why well, is all this Halo junk food um, out now? And I realized it's probably because they had like these deals with these companies before the, like, all the delays, yeah. and they probably just couldn't get out of like the <laughs> contracts or whatever. So yeah, there's a bunch of Halo snacks out right now. Interesting. <laughs> kind of weird. Just a bonus of a game getting delayed, yeah. you know, just random, random snacks, snacks when you don't expect them. Um, all right. Well, I think we're ready to move into our main topic, which is VR. Um, so I'm excited to hear about y'all's experiences with your new things. But I figured right before we get started with like our personal experiences, I thought this was really interesting. I was doing some research um, before the episode to kind of see like, because I don't know a whole lot about VR. Um, basically, um, the research that I found about when virtual reality was invented, now obviously in being invented and when it became like popular and readily used is very different. Um, but what I found was the first virtual reality headset was actually, and this is from Pebble Studios, an article from them. I don't know. I don't know much about this website. So if any of this is incorrect, (laughs) don't quote me. Um, but the first virtual reality headset was created in 1968 by American computer scientist, Ivan Sutherland and his student, Bob Spruill. Uh, while this was the first instance of a VR device resembling what we know and use today, the concept of virtual reality was being post- postulated in art and literature from as far back as 1860s. Um, so to fully understand the evolution of this idea, we need to take a step back and see more precisely on how VR has developed. Um, but they actually show a picture of these like spectacles. I don't know if you can see this, guys. Uh, do you see that? <laughs> I can yeah. see him, yeah. Um, but I didn't. I just didn't realize. I thought that was interesting, and I'm not going to dive really any deeper. But I thought it was interesting because I didn't realize it was around that long ago. The the concept, at least. So I thought that was that was cool. Yeah, they have like these really big kind of experimental kind of things. Universities and and the military experimented, and um, yeah, there wasn't anything really like For consumer. Gaming. You know, there've yeah. been a, like a few things, even like the Virtual Boy, right? Nintendo. There, I tied into Nintendo. Uh, hey. And it's, you know, had the virtual boy, um, you know, and like you said, like if you watch a lot of 80s or 90s movies, you always see like the future and people are like have like VR goggles on or mm-hmm. something. But it was never really like practical. Yeah. I think part of that is because of just the technology, right? If you think about it, at least our current popular version of it, it's really having to display like two screens at a very high resolution and at a very high frame rate. And so... Yeah. 
really, I mean, even now, like some systems have a hard time with that. So I think we're just now at the point in technology where it's um, both affordable and possible. Yeah. I, um, I, I figured really quick, I'll just talk about my experience because I don't own a VR uh, headset. So I was going to talk about my like brief experience. I think that the first headset that I ever used was the Oculus around when it first came out. Um, do you know what year the Oculus came out, Josh? Off the top of your head? Um, the consumer one, I mean, it's Oculus roughly Rift. in the, it's roughly around the 2015 time period. It might be a little bit before that, but. I just remember the creator was like on the cover of, was it Time? Yeah, Palmer Lucky. And, and he looked really funny. Yeah. Oculus he came yeah. out, uh, a fish, Oculus Rift was introduced in 2012, but I, I yeah, think that, that maybe it wasn't like. There was but, what's called a CV1 or whatever. There's um, like almost like a dev kit version of that, you mm-hmm. know. Would you say Oculus was like the first big brand to like be uh, um, available? So you have like a oh, – like in this kind of era of it, you have a similar uh, thing where Palmer Lucky kind of created a Kickstarter for Oculus mm-hmm. and it worked out of his garage. Um, it actually got bought by Facebook before it really like officially even came out like as a consumer product. Um, and then at the same time – uh valve was kind of working on with htc partnering with them to make the htc vive um and then you also have microsoft working on like you know their windows version of that um Mm -hmm. but um basically uh you kind of had like a lot of simultaneous discovery going on and keep in mind this is all like having the same kind of area of california so you have like a lot of crossover with some of the early pioneers of this era of it where they're kind of bouncing around between yeah you know, these different areas and companies. So um, there's kind of a few, like a handful, like probably like a dozen or so like pioneers of this like like new era of it where they kind of came up with a lot of the concepting and um, testing and different approaches, right? Some of the companies have different approaches because you have different ways of tracking where your head and hands are. So, mm-hmm. Well, I can remember the, the earliest I can remember is it was the Oculus Rift and it was one of my friends at the time um, got it really early. I feel like when it wasn't really readily available. Yeah. They probably had the dev kit version. Expensive, very expensive. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, so they like, they like invested in this. And so I thought it was the coolest thing. Like I'd never experienced it before. I can't remember what I played. I think it was just some like mini games. Uh, I remember something with zombies specifically. Um, and so I thought it was, I thought it was awesome. Um, at the time, I can't remember much about like how it looked physically, but it was around probably like 2015 or 2016, like my first experience. Um, and obviously I've played yours. I love Beat Saber playing that. I don't oh, like, yeah. readily play it. Um, but that, that is one of the things that I enjoyed the most. Another weird random thing that I wanted to talk about is I actually went to a VR arcade, like mm. a specifically like VR arcade when I was at the beach, um, a couple of years ago, I think. Um, and that was really cool. I'd never been anything like that. I think they're more popular now, but at the time I, there was nothing else really like that, like an actual arcade just solely for VR. And so the setup was really cool. Oh, I also forgot. Um, there's a big thing in uh, Atlanta that I did as well. What's it called? Um, the Void, I think. The Void. Yeah. Did you do that? I was going to bring that up. Yes, I did. I wanted that. to do it, but I haven't done it. Um, I did an Avengers thing. Like, oh, that's so cool. It, yeah, I wanted so, to do the Star Wars one. They have one near Disney as well. Yeah, so I've had experience like doing it at places. Um, the beach one was pretty cool. I did a lot of. Uh, just random games on that. I did a horror survival game that was really fun. 
Uh, I think Resident Evil would also be fun on VR. Um, have you ever have you ever tried that? I have not. That's on, that's on PSVR <laughs> only, but it's, oh, okay, that'd be okay, really okay. scary. But uh, yeah, so I did the void, and that was really neat. It was a different experience because you like actually walk through. Yeah. Like, like there's there's like stairs that you're walking. It was very mm-hmm. immersive. You you feel like it's cool. They basically have a big warehouse, and they kind of like map their graphics over the physical features of yes. the warehouse, so that you can actually interact with different things in it and walk physically walk through it very cool like a haunted house kind of that's what it feels like they when i went they had i think we wanted to do the star wars one but it was like wasn't available yeah um they have the void in a couple of different cities like big cities they have one in yeah like la and yeah Orlando. orlando i did it in atlanta um it was really fun you were we did the avengers one and there was a couple of us there was like four of us so you can have multiple people and it's interactive so i can turn around and i can see like in the game, like in the yeah, VR, I could so see cool. them, and it was like tracking them, and it's the way that you. It, it feels like super. I don't know the word I'm looking for, but it's very futuristic because you have to like suit up basically, and then you like go out and are walking, and you. It feels very immersive. It, you also like get in this like the one that we did. You get in like a ship, and you can like hear the and feel like the doors closing beside you, and you actually like like shoot off. It was very cool. Um, so that's mainly my experience is doing it in like public places, um, or using friends. <laughs> so I would like to hear y'all's experiences with like owning, uh, your own. So whoever wants to go first. Well, I, I've been actually just searching for this thing it, it, it may not, it, I don't think it has anything to do with virtual reality. Um, but Josh, you may know, I know you didn't play Sega. Yeah. Like, I wasn't how much was of a Sega, Sega kid. I was or Nintendo. Kid. We would have um, been like little rivals, you know. <laughs> little yeah, rivals. <laughs> yeah. But like, I remember my parents went to yard sales all mm. the time. And I remember finding, I was so, I was, I was probably like seven or eight. And I got like, maybe even younger than that. And I got like, I found this thing that went on the floor. It looked like a I'm trying to remember, was it an octagon or like a circle? But it was like this big controller that went on the floor and I swear it connected to my Sega Genesis. And my little pea brain thought, ooh, if I put this on the floor and stand in it, my character is going to like follow like what I actually do inside of this circle. I don't know what it did. I and think I, I kind of have an idea of what you're talking about because around that time there's a lot of third-party manufacturers making kind of weird accessories for both Sega and like the NES and, and different Nintendo systems um, where it probably had like some IR sensors and would like trigger like a button if you move your hand over it because I remember there was another one that looked like like almost like a headset that I'm wearing now it was like had like a thing and then like a microphone and you plug it to the NES and it's like voice command. So you, you'd have to, you could say like jump or something, I guess. <laughs> you know, it's like weird. I don't it's know. It's so just like weird. a lot of weird accessories. Weird I think. Early things that happen. Yeah. Like, that is pretty funny. I wish I could find what this was. I got to see it. Anyways, I'll go down that. Anyways, that's even baby Jerrica really wanted VR to be a thing. Yeah. Okay. I was I literally remember standing in that weird controller floor peripheral like hoping to move Pocahontas because I was trying to play Pocahontas because that was the game on my Sega Genesis that I was trying to like control her punches and it was not working. That's funny. Um, 
uh, fast forward to, you know, now that I'm an adult, I can put myself in the future of what baby Jericho wanted. Yes. And I love VR so much. Like, I I can't imagine what it's going to be like 10 years from now, five years from now. Because it's grown, it's gotten so, like, it's gotten to a point now where you can play games, like, put the headset on and be immersed and, like, there's experiences made specifically for VR and there's experiences that are made that work really well with VR. Um, I think when it first came out or everyone was, at least from a consumer standpoint with PlayStation VR, was pretty easy to get your hands on once they started manufacturing more. Um, I don't know. It just really became eye-opening of like what kind of games would come out for this because it's still like a niche thing. I don't, not a lot of my friends have these, um, besides Josh, (laughs) like really it's a unique situation, but like you won't sell it on any, like no one's going to get sold on it until they put one on Yeah, for the first time. That's the difficulty. I think that's going to be a difficulty probably forever, which is just like, it's hard to describe. (laughs) Um, it's, it's like, even you see a trailer or a picture and it, it, even knowing like what it would be like, like if you play a lot of VR and you watch a trailer, or see the picture, even like you kind of know like, okay, that's what it's going to be like. It's still like, it's totally different than when you actually experience that in virtual reality. And so Jerrica, what yeah, was your so cool. first, um, you had a PlayStation VR, right? Yeah. So my, I think you may have initially asked that and then I went on oh, a no, weird tangent with okay. that Sega Genesis peripheral thing. Um, no, I I have PlayStation VR was my first, um, VR headset that I bought. Um, and me and Audrey, literally it's a Beat Saber machine because that's like the best VR game ever created. It's really fun. Um, it worked out perfectly with having to stay at home for months because that was way we were working out Mm -hmm. and it's a good workout. You sweat a lot. And plus I just like using lightsabers to beat cubes to music. So it's such a cool idea. It's, you know, it's sort of replaced. It's like this generation's, or if you have a VR, it's like Guitar Hero. It's hitting all of those. Yeah, it's just like those kind of rhythm games and just being put in that room with the things coming at you and you like using lightsabers. Like it's once, it's just like something you just have to experience and it's so much fun. Um, I think the big, the, the other best game like I've ever played, like that, it took. It for me, it I can't just hang out in that world forever. I don't care what game it is because I'll get I get sort it's of very nauseous. D- believe it or not, yeah, yeah, and you get hot, and it's like it's a you're you got a wire connected to you, um, so it's like it's a hard thing to invest a lot of time in. But a game that I had a hard time taking off the helmet for or the headset uh, was Astrobot. Mm-hmm. So we all got to experience Astrobot with the PlayStation 5. Well, the Astrobot game made specifically for P- uh, VR, uh, PlayStation VR is incredible. Yeah. Um, that was one of the best, like how they, how they, I guess like control, how you control and move the character around in a V in a, yeah. in your, in your space is perfect. It's not too far, not too close to you. You can even get up and like, look around the map and like see, hidden collectibles like it but it didn't require you to stand up and move around either like you can st- sit down but like if you got up and like looked around you could find things like it was so cool and like it didn't make me sick and it was like literally playing like a good like platformer 
VR. VR had like VR games, platforming games are like my new thing with VR, and I want to see more. Have you played Moss? Yes, I okay. actually I started Moss and I didn't get too far, but the same. Yeah, yeah I'm glad you brought that up because it's sim very similar. Just one of those like, it's almost I can't describe it. It's like you're put in a movie or you're put into a I don't know. You're in you're in it, and it's just it's it's wild, but you're still in control. It's hard to explain. It's just cool. That's awesome. And so you just recently got what from Josh? So, yeah, oh. so she just got my HTC Vive, <laughs> yeah. my original one, that I got in 2016, um, because I upgraded to the Valve Index, uh, which is a little newer. It just came out in 2019. So Yeah, well, how are you enjoying that so far, Jerrica? So, uh, Jerrica, like, I, I told her like all the ways to set it up, and I was trying to show her how to do the custom songs. What have you tried on it? Um, just, I just played Beat Saber. There you go. <laughs> but, like, the reason why, like, I was really excited to get this from, like, I told Josh, like, if any time he, like, upgrades and he came to me one day, he was like, I'm going to upgrade. I'm like, yes, I want it. Um, so I could download and cus get custom songs for Beat mm -hmm. Saber. Um, that's an advantage that definitely you have over PlayStation VR is that you can, you know, sort of more open, um, when it comes to PC games that you can download custom songs. Yeah. Um, Y'all don't want to know the first song I, I play, custom song. I, I do want to know. Dia. Yes. Uh, WAP by Cardi B. Oh, Lynn. my God. <laughs> Not what Megan I was expecting. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> Not what I was expecting. Yeah. No. I actually downloaded that one, and I told Audrey, I was like, I told her not to open her eyes. I'm just going to hit start and you just start beat sabering. And that's the song that played. She's like, oh my God. <laughs> that's amazing. Wow. That I did funny. not expect that. I don't know what I was expecting. Well, there you go. That. I was thinking um, like Coheed and Cambria or something. <laughs> I have those in there, there too. Go. But that was not, my first pick was uh, WAP. Wow. So. Now you know me. <laughs> Jericho. Um, okay. Well, that's exciting. Uh, I would like to hear Josh. Josh, talk about your... Um, your, what is it called again? I, I forgot already. This is the Valve Index. So it's made by Valve. They make, uh, well, now they're really known for the Steam storefront. But before, you know, they're known for making Half-Life and Half-Life 2 and, uh, you know, Portal and Team Fortress, all that stuff. Um, so, yeah, I, I decided to get that just because, you know, just like Jerrica, mainly, honestly, I mainly just played Beat Saber a lot. <laughs> Same thing, like she's saying, it's a good workout really fun um but uh i decided to just i don't know sometimes when i get something in my mind it's like i i gotta i, just, I can't get out of my mind i, I just gotta I, go I for it you know yes. you know what i mean yes You're just like well i guess i'm getting this now yep. um it's been nice it's a little more comfortable the audio is better although I, that's what i was telling jerica that she can get the audio strap for it it adds some some of that kind of stuff um and, and i got it and it was such a good there investment. you go and then um it has uh the index has a little bit of a better refresh rate and kind of like a better field of view so so there's less of that like binocular effect where it looks like you're looking into something mm -hmm. you see like a lot more like wide image um, can't, you, can't you move it too can it is it adjustable yeah you can adjust for your eyes and and different things if you're wearing glasses or not uh the main thing i really enjoy about vr and both of you have kind of touched upon a little bit is kind of it's you can't replicate the like the sense of immersion and especially scale i think that's the main thing that 
is really hard to describe, which is the scale of things. Uh, one thing when I demo VR, I like to kind of like let people try certain experiences and like and one yeah. of them that's really good you should try jerk a super hot vr it's very good because mm. it's just like easy to pick up and understand what's going on but when you see enemies that are like the same height as you it's very different than when you're playing like anything on on a computer screen same with like um you know i have i have one thing i like to show people where you know like a whale swims up to you and you get to see that full size of the whale you know and it's 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 incredible because it kind of does feel like you're there. Um, same thing with like a simple thing like Google Earth VR. And oh, it sounds yeah. stupid, but no, you showed it, me that too. It's yeah, it's very much like flying dreams that you know if you have like dreams where you're flying around. It's like that. Like you can fly anywhere on the globe. Like you could stand in front of the Eiffel Tower and you look up and it's the scale of the Eiffel Tower. You know, you could fly the pyramids or you know where your hometown or whatever. And I think like just thinking about doing that like that seems very futuristic to me if you think about like if you said even 10 or 15 years ago that you could be like flying around anywhere on the earth and landing places <laughs> and, and it looks realistic like that that that's like that is actually like some very sci-fi like futuristic stuff yeah and it's like accessible to us in this day and age it's kind of crazy to think about um and i think just that overall scale i'm also interested in like just weird like psychology things with VR because there's some a lot of study being done because there's a few like weird phenomenon. One's called time dilation. I don't know if you've heard of this. Mm -hmm. You might have experienced this, Jerica, which is basically um, time seems to move faster for the person in VR. At least it's perceived to be faster. Yeah. So like you'll you'll be playing Beat Saber or whatever it is. And you'd be like, all right, that's probably like 30 minutes, but it'll be like an hour and a half or something. Yeah. You know, have you ever had that it's happen? It's crazy. Yes. And, and people actually, yeah. there's like a lot of theories <laughs> as to why, but now huh. they're looking at like um, ways they can use that beneficially, like like for learning, right? So like instead of school feeling like it's taking a long time, what if you just had a VR and then it feels like you're getting the same amount of stuff, but it feels shorter, you know? It's just some weird stuff like that. There's also things like, and you'll see it uh, like on subreddits for VR. A lot of times, the first time people get VR, they play it for a lot. It seems like it makes their dreams more vivid or they'll have more mm. dreams, mm. Um, which is interesting too. So it's almost like your brain is, it is treating this stuff as if it's real or if, if it's you're like experiencing it. It's different than like watching it on a screen. It's like your brain is taking that input and putting it in a different part of its brain that it's treating it like an experience you had versus something you just watched, which I think is really kind of could be powerful. Um, similar reporting with like people doing like VR chat and stuff like that, where if they use VR chat for a really long time, when they think of those conversations they have with those friends, like maybe like a couple months down the line, it they remember it as if they were like in the room with that person, um, which is a little different than you know, having a phone call or something. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I think that sense of presence and immersion, um, we're just in the really early days of this. Uh, it's it's really unique. One funny thing that I've experienced the first time I got VR was like, you know, you have these kind of controllers and you're using the controllers to like manipulate the world and do different things. And a lot of times, you know, since there's no resistance to things, you can kind of stick your head through objects or stick your hands through mm -hmm. objects or do different things and nothing has weight. 
And if you play VR for like eight hours at a time or something, a lot of times you feel a little bit strange after almost like <laughs> I expect to pick up something like a water bottle in real life and it, it I'm surprised by the weight of it or I feel like my hand can almost pass through an object or something. And so that's or you feel like, a li- like I feel lighter almost. Yeah, like, like a bizarre like psychology thing. Um, I feel like Half-Life Alex will be the first game that I play like that that I start getting that immersed and like forget yeah uh, and that's uh kind of what i wanted to kind of end my vr rant on which is half-life alex good thing you brought it up um yeah. because that like that game unfortunately it's it's sad that only if proportionately like a small amount of people get to experience that because it is probably one of the best games made in the last who knows how many years um and i can't wait for you to try it it it's crazy how good it is it's like the first time you play like a 3d game going from 2d to 3d or something this does feel like that next leap Mm. or that next generation of something new and fresh it it just feels like like you've never experienced something like that before and like there's a lot of good vr games but i guess part of his budget reasons right the install base for vr is moderately low just because it's expensive Mm -hmm. and so it's like how much do you want to spend on producing something but valve released half-life alex which is kind of like a prequel to half-life 2 as far as the story was and here's how i can tie it into nintendo 2 the way they designed the game is like a nintendo game for real um the way nintendo approaches a lot of its games like mario how they will kind of show you an innovative concept or a new concept teach you how to do it explore that concept in different ways to the point where you have mastery over that concept and kind of in that kind of section and then start over like on the next section where now you learn something new and explore it in different ways it's very textbook nintendo but in that vr environment it's just incredible um there's so much parts i like i want to talk to people about but hardly anyone's played it so it's kind of hard to talk about without spoiling it because there's just some really smart things going on um obviously it's like light horror it's not like too scary but there are definitely some tense moments and the way the game is directed and paced and the way they present certain things is just well, honestly, it's like incredible. Sometimes it does feel you like you're also me. like in a Disney ride. It's really yeah, good. I'm gonna play it Sunday. It you sold it me. It feels like really you're in a Disney ride. Buying... So like similar to how like Rise of the Resistance makes you feel. Yeah. Because you're interacting with characters sometimes, and they're having all this dialogue and movement, and you're they're standing right in front of you, and just the way that everything is moving, it feels like yeah, you're like in yeah, like Rise of the Resistance or something. You're like where you're in this like unreal environment, and and these characters are interacting with you. It's just it's crazy. Yes, Can't wait for you to try it. Yeah, I'm gonna play Sunday. I was gonna get Bio Mutant, but since oh, no, no. it's sort of getting mixed oh, reviews, yeah. I'm probably gonna hold off. <laughs> so I'll get Half Life. But yeah, Half Life Alex, Alex is incredible. Um, it's just you know the gunplay is fun too. Obviously, you have guns and stuff, and and but that's not really even the main point of it. It's just kind of going through that environment, learning the story, trying the new concepts. You have a gravity glove, so you can point at different objects and you use this like flick motion to, and it comes flying at you cool. and you catch it. Oh, and so you can do cool. all kinds of different things with that, right? Like interact with objects, find hidden, there's like hidden objects you find that helps you upgrade your different weapons and stuff. Um, and then even like when you're in combat, like uh, obviously you're having to physically kind of crouch behind things or hide behind pillars and <laughs> poke out and, and shoot at people. And uh, it's just really 
incredible. Like when you play it for a while, like in little sections, uh, that's all you're going to want to do is like go back in there and yeah. do the next part. I'm lucky that um, I don't get too much like VR sickness. Um, it's kind of like it's some people just get it. Some people don't. Um, and so I was able to play it with full like smooth movement where you're just walking like like a normal like first person shooter where you can mm-hmm. just walk around. Mm-hmm. But it does have other accessibility options obviously like the teleport mode which is very popular in vr it's less sickening where you kind of like point where you want to go and and it kind of teleports you to that spot and so there's a lot of different accessibility options for movement but um really really good can't wait for you to try it yeah now you you sold me i want to i want to try it you need to try everyone needs to try it and i understand (laughs) it's such a shame like you know when goatees came up game of the year um it it got overlooked a lot i feel like but it's understandable i i actually did win in a i think in a few places but just not a lot of people can try it because it's it's pc vr you know a lot of people have the quest or the quest 2 you really have to have like yeah you have to have an oculus or a vive or an index Mm -hmm. um but it is well worth it okay i would say yeah, well, I, I like that that's how we wrapped it up with was your kind of review of that. Because, yeah, I haven't heard much about it just because, you know. Well, and that's the other tricky part because if you are passionate about it, you don't want to say too much about it because there's so much cool things in it and you want people to experience that. So it's kind of a weird thing where, like, you want to tell people, like, no, you really have to play this, but you don't want to give, like, really any details because you don't that fresh it. experience yeah. is important. And there's nothing really I can – like, there's – Anything I say is really like a spoiler, so. And there's no like comparison. <laughs> like, no, that's what's hard. You just have to play it. Yeah. All right. Well, Jerica, we're gonna be waiting on your review. So yeah. uh, you and Josh. I may even like download it tonight. And just start download it. Tomorrow. Get on there. Give it a try. <laughs> it's in little chapters. Because um, okay. as you said, like sometimes longer sessions with all the gear on can be a yeah. little bit tiring. But it's in nice enough chapters that. Uh, when I first played through it, I just did like one night. I would do like maybe one or two chapters a night, and then, you know, be, how long is the game? Just do that the next night. Um, it's about. It depends. It, it, uh, roughly about ten hours, okay. honestly. So dang. Yeah, it's, I think it's a it's a game. That's <laughs> yeah, awesome, I've never dude. played okay. a real like game in VR. Like it's always the, just been like an experience. Yeah, it's a no. Yeah, most of them are like little wave shooters or experiences. And, yeah. And the ending section, especially. You don't necessarily have to play with Half-Life 1 and 2, um, but if you know a little bit about Half-Life 2, um, there's some cool stuff. And the ending session is, like, just extremely profound and and really, like, memorable. Like, it sticks with you. So. You're just going to download it right now? Just, just download <laughs> it. <laughs> All it's, right. very, it's well worth it. Yeah, well, I think that, I mean, I, I want to make sure we don't miss anything, but I think that's probably going to wrap it up for us. Anybody else have anything to add before we go? play half-life um, i am i am interested in you know sony's been sh- uh, teasing yeah. some of their new ps5 vr yeah. so man i can i wish i can remember that word that i read from that article last week kayla it was a weird vr term oh um uh like something rendering like foveated rendering is what you're talking about probably. maybe that's it okay like what is that it has to know? do with um right now uh it's uh, rendering scenes of VR is what you would call expensive, right? It, it costs a lot for the computer to be able to put all that resources into displaying everything. Uh, yeah. The basic way to explain it is foveated rendering is like it it tries to render what your eye is specifically looking at, sort of. Oh, that's cool. So that it can 
um, save resources, basically. It's basically what other games do, but like, how do you? Yeah, normally in a lot of games, they're not rendering things your whole screen's not looking at. But this is kind of a even further where it's like only what you're like actually focusing on. So it has That's cool. to like track your eye a little bit. Um, but yeah, Sony's only showed really the controller hardware. The reason why it's Which interesting is, um, you know, they're a huge company, one of the biggest gaming companies in the world. So continued investment by Sony is only going to and and oculus and facebook it's only going to grow the industry more and more which is good you know there's some concerns the way the industry is developing you know with facebook obviously there's concerns and and each thing being like a locked system where it's like you have to have a psvr and you have to have a oculus and you have to have a whatever and it's like separate you know marketplaces is kind of irritating but overall um i think if the costs can come down and and more developers make higher budget games i think it's going to help things overall. So, Yeah, well, the future mm-hmm. of VR is bright. There's no telling. Yeah. <laughs> There's no telling where we will be. Um, that sounds like something from, they would say, like, like those 40s radio announcers. Yeah. <laughs> the future of VR is bright. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's very bright. <laughs> um, all right. Well, thank you so much, Josh, for coming again. Uh, you're yeah, a popular thanks for having guest. me again. You're a popular guest on our podcast, so everyone is lucky to have you here. All right. We'll see you next time, guys. Bye. Bye. See you next time.